Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Blissful Love. This is episode five, so crazy. I am recording this episode on Monday, so I'm a little bit a little bit ahead of the game here, but this episode will come out to you guys April 9th, Thursday, which is super exciting. So this episode is going to be all about navigating self-reflection and mindfulness in college, but really it it's mindfulness all around. Um, I'm gearing it a little bit more toward co- towards college um, because I got a request from one of my great friends, Callie. She is one of my undergrad sorority sisters. I was in Alpha Sigma Tau at Bridgewater State, and she came to me and told me that they're doing a wellness week um, for the next two weeks, I believe, for AST, and she wanted to see if I was interested in making a podcast kind of for them. So of course I was interested. Um, I'm honored that I was asked to do that. So really excited to share it with AST and share it with all of you um, listening. So super cool. I wanted to start off my podcast with my two questions of the day. So right now it is almost eight o'clock at night, but it's kind of a reflection for me at this point, these two questions. But I always ask me these two questions. I always ask myself these two questions in the morning. So what makes me feel blissful today? And how will I propel my love today? Or how did I propel my love today at this point? But what made me feel blissful today was I got to go to work, see one of my clients. I'm a behavior therapist. I um, work with two clients right now still during all of this craziness. So I'm really thankful and grateful that I still get to see those two clients. I have... A few other clients that have chosen to stop services during this time, which completely understandable, but I am so grateful that I still get to see two of my kiddos, so makes me happy every day. But seeing my client today and the progress that he is making, even through these trying times and not getting to go to school and receive all the services that he normally receives is really awesome, and that made me super happy and blissful today. And how did I propel my love today? I did a lot of checking in on friends and family, seeing how everyone's doing, letting them know I'm thinking of them. And yeah, that's how I propelled my love today. And I hope you guys all did something to propel your love as well. So I kind of wanted to jump right into mindfulness in college and what that kind of means and what it meant to me and what it means for people that are in undergrad, people that are in grad school, people that have just finished grad school or their undergrad and they're jumping into their careers for life or just mindfulness in general. In general, for those of you who are at home right now, for those of you who are working and you've been working for a long time and those of you who have never been to college. But mindfulness in college, what it meant to me was you know, picking your major and deciding what I'm going to do for the rest of your life. And I don't think that that's necessarily what mindfulness in college is meant to be. I think mindfulness in college is meant to be simple. Stay in the moment. Surround yourself with mind, like-minded people. Fuel your body and your soul and your mind. And get involved. And stay connected to yourself as much as you can. Do something for yourself every day. Because it's hard. It's hard when you have roommates. It's hard when 
you are living with a significant other, you're not in college anymore. It's hard when you have kids. It's hard when you are married and have kids. It's hard when you live alone. It's hard to connect to yourself and stay in your head when you want to do something that's completely disconnecting and doesn't involve doing any thinking. But staying mindful is really important and really helps you get through those college years. It helps you get through a lot. So one thing that I really liked to do when I was in college is I tried at least at least every day. Uh, no, I shouldn't say at least every day. That would be a lot. I, I tried at least five days a week to walk around campus by myself, whether it was a five-minute walk or a 25-minute walk or an hour walk. I tried to walk around campus by myself. That was when I found the time to be mindful, to do a little bit of meditation that I don't even think I realized I was meditating in my mind, but I was finding things that I was thankful for, I was grateful for, I was setting goals, I was aware of how I was feeling, I was aware of what I wanted to do, I was thinking about what I could do to better myself every day, and I think that in order to be the best human that you can possibly be, setting those mindful intentions every day for yourself is so important, and we lose track of that a lot. And it's easy to do, especially when we're busy. And even for me, if I don't write things down or if I don't consciously every single day tell myself to be mindful and set goals and intentions for myself, then I don't do it. I slip up. So starting with maybe keeping a journal entry, keeping a journal and making journal entries and writing down ideas of how you can be mindful, I think is the the best place to start. So what that might look like for some of you that are home right now on college break or all of you that are home right now for whatever you wherever and whatever you're doing in your lives right now, it could look at it could look like something as simple as just writing on a sticky note, um, like I had mentioned before, and sticking it on your desk, sticking it on your wall. Be mindful today. Write down your goals and intentions. So that's the that's the start of it. And this episode is all about navigating self-reflection as well. So how does that tie into this? So self-reflection is a big piece of being mindful. So a, a lot of things that I like to ask myself when I am self-reflecting is, what are my proudest moments? What goals have I accomplished? And if I haven't accomplished accomplished certain goals that I've set for myself, how can I get there? So how can self-reflection, my time that I'm asking myself certain questions about myself, how can that help me to get on the track to accomplish all of my goals, accomplish my intentions? And I think that we sometimes set really high goals for ourselves and we're hard on ourselves in that way. And that's okay. And that's all a part of self-reflection as well, is we can step back and say, you know what? I really worked hard for that goal and I still haven't attained it yet, but that's all right. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to get there by this time in one month. Or you could say, you know what? I set some awesome goals and I achieved those goals and I'm really proud of myself. What can I do to make myself even better? What can I do to make those goals even better? Or you know what? I had a really tough time this past couple of days or week or month or whatever you're you're reflecting on and that's okay. 
And that's how life is sometimes. And how did I make myself feel better in those moments? And if I didn't, if I just sulked in those moments, that's okay too. And what can I do in the future to make myself feel better when I run into moments where I'm not succeeding or I'm not carrying through with goals that I set for myself? A lot about a lot that you learn about yourself in college is how how you can get through situations that are tough or how you strive or what motivates you or what makes you go or there's just so much that you learn about yourself and if you stop and think about it and you stay mindful and aware in those moments then you're going to learn even more but i think we get caught up a lot in what's going on and being so busy and trying to stay connected with friends while staying on schoolwork and getting involved and really it's just day by day and take everything step by step and make sure that whatever you're putting yourself into whether it be extracurriculars um sororities fraternities sports clubs uh job on campus anything make sure you are giving it your all always and if you can't step back from it and reflect on that and say hey you know i tried this i picked up um a new club and i'm also in a sorority and I'm also taking five classes and I'm also working an on-campus job. And you know what? I'm exhausted. I'm feeling like I'm not putting my all towards my sorority. I'm not showing up to all my club events. I've missed a couple days of work. You know what? That's your time to recognize those moments, reflect on those moments, and set new goals. So a big a big thing right now with being home is what kind of goals can you set for yourself while you're home? How can you self-reflect when you're not doing much? How can you be mindful when you're home all day in your thoughts, right? How can we keep ourselves mentally stable and mentally healthy? These questions are so important to think about and so important so important to be aware of. And I don't really think that there's any right answer. I think the biggest thing is to take, like I said, day by day, every single day, make sure that you are doing something for yourself and to stay true to that. So whatever that is, if you say, so every night I try to think, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow for myself? How am I going to make myself feel good, make myself feel accomplished and be happy, um, stay healthy? And when I do that, that's when I tend to not really slip up on what I want to do that next day, right? Because then it's already in my head. I'm already saying, okay, this these are the things I want to do for myself. And I kind of have that itinerary. If I write it down, I'm probably going to do it even, even more than I would if it was just in my head. So finding whatever it is for you that works, like some people like to write everything down in a calendar on their phone. Some people like to write things down in their notes in their phone. I do that all the time. Some people like to use a journal. Some people like to use an agenda book. I know one of my best friends, Michaela, she makes to-do lists every day and she writes things down in, in an agenda. That's how she stays organized and she thoroughly enjoys making those checks on every item on her to-do list. And for some people that really works. For me, it's almost the opposite because 
I tend to give myself too much work on a to-do list. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, wow, I only did three things. <laughs> but for some people, if they write it down, they will do it, which is awesome. So if that's what works for you, then do it. So I like to, when I'm self-reflecting, I like to think about my proud, my proudest moments and what goals that I have accomplished. So when I self-reflect on this past month of this quarantine experience, I think about things that I have done. So I have started to use my creativity in ways that I've always wanted to use them but wasn't sure of how. I've started to read books and I haven't read books in a really long time because I've been quote unquote too busy. And I've been spending a lot of time with my dog outside and with Jack and really having great conversations because there's not much else for us to do. So to to take those moments and find the light in them and find what has made us so happy in that self-reflection will allow us to be mindful in the future. So I'm really proud of myself that I started Plants Bliss Love. Um, it's been a long time coming. I've mentioned to you guys I've been in the works of ideas and what I can do um, with my creativity and my love for plants and my art and my um, poetry. And I really wanted to do a podcast or a YouTube channel. So I'm proud of myself for getting that going because I've been putting it on the back burner and saying again that I'm too busy. So I'm really proud of myself for that. And that was a big, big goals that I accomplished there. However, I still have a ton of goals that I've set for myself that I'm still waiting to accomplish and still need to accomplish. And I know what I need to do to do it, but I haven't done it. So in my self-reflection, I'm also going to say, okay, great job. Awesome. You killed some goals. Way to go. What next? Where are we going to go next? Always try to better yourself. What are we going to do to make ourselves better tomorrow? I think that also thinking of those two questions that I always say in my podcast, the blissful and propelling my love, those help me with my mindfulness and my self-reflections because I think of the, I, I go through them at the beginning of the day and I go through them at the end of the day. Those questions might not connect to you, but if you can find two questions like that to set for yourself and ask yourself at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, you'll find yourself being a lot more mindful in a doing a lot more of self-reflection. It's almost like one of those things that's, it doesn't necessarily need to be cookie cutter mindfulness, cookie cutter self-reflection. We're doing it all the time and I don't think we realize that we are, but it's the act of being aware that we're doing it is what truly makes it help and makes us flourish as individuals. So I wanted to read to you guys um, my one of my good friends, John, he has this awesome book and he sends me the readings for the dates. And I asked him today, so today's Monday, I'm recording this. I asked him today if he could send me Thursday's reading. So he sent it my way and I'm I'm gonna read it and then I will talk about it and dissect it after of how I think that it connects to this whole conversation. So April 9th. Test your impressions. 
From the very beginning, make it your practice to say to every harsh impression, you are an impression and not at all what you appear to be. Next, examine and test it by the rules you possess, the first and greatest of which is this, whether it belongs to the things in our control or not in our control, and if the latter be prepared to respond, it is nothing to me. So that was just a little quote, um, and then here we dive into the reading. In an overly quantified world of policies and processes, some are swinging back in the other direction. Bold leaders will trust their gut. A spiritual guru will say that it's important to let your body guide you. A friend trying to help us with a difficult decision might ask, what feels right here? These approaches to decision-making contradict voluminous case studies in which people's instincts have led them right into trouble. Our senses are wrong all the time. As animals subjected to the slow force of evolution, we have developed all sorts of heuristics, biases, and emotional responses that might have worked well on the savanna but are totally counterproductive in today's world. Part of stoicism is cultivating the awareness that allows you to step back and analyze your own senses, question their accuracy, and proceed only with the positive and constructive ones. Sure, it's tempting to throw discipline and order to the wind and go with what feels right, but if our many youthful regrets are any indication, what feels right right now doesn't always stand up well over time. Hold your senses suspect. Again, trust, but always verify. So when I first read that, I said to myself, how does this connect with everything? And it connects so well with the college aspect of the mindfulness and self-reflection because it's basically saying that people people will give their opinions on what you should be doing or what you should have done. And sometimes we want to just do something, Right. Sometimes it's not the best decision. However, we're going to make those decisions. That's just what we do. We do it all the time. Things that we think are right aren't right. That happens all the time, right? So how can we be mindful in those moments? Will this help me as an individual? Will this help me flourish? Will this help me get that good grade on this exam or this test? Will this decision help me to get that position that I wanted in my sorority or my fraternity? Or will this help me to, you know, stay up on my academics and do really well? We are going to fail time and time again. And when we fail, if we continue to make the same mistake, we are not self-reflecting and changing. We are just staying right where we are and not making much change and not moving. Self-reflection will allow us to make those changes and then it's not really failing at all. Because if we're self-reflecting on things that are failing or not really working out, but we change them, make them better for ourselves and make us ourselves stronger in the end, then we are flourishing, thriving, and becoming amazing human beings that I know all of you are. So I really liked that reading a lot. I thought that it connected so well with just college in general and how to navigate it and self-reflection and mindfulness. And I remember when I was 
a freshman in college, I had a lot of anxiety about not being with my friends and not being with my parents and my sisters. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I wasn't putting myself in situations that were allowing me to reach my goals and thrive and flourish. Um, It wasn't because I was doing anything wrong. It wasn't because I was deciding to make a different decision than what was being presented to me. It was simply just because it was so new to me. I didn't know really what to do. You know, when you first go away to school or you first start a new job or you first have a baby or you first um, anything, move out of your house, you are presented with things that you've never dealt with before. And it's really hard to decide what is the right thing to do. What is the right decision to make? What is going to make everything okay, quote unquote, right? So that little reading that my friend John sent me is pretty much saying we're going to fail. We're not going to make the right decisions and that's okay. But what isn't okay is if we don't reflect on it and we don't um, help ourselves understand what went wrong, right? So freshman year was tough for me. Um, I didn't really know what to get involved in. I wasn't really sure of how to get my grades um, where I wanted them to be while also balancing um, fitting into friend groups and being able to be social, have a social life. Um, I also tried out and made the lacrosse team, which I ended up given up because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle a schedule for a sport, handle my academics, handle hanging out with friends, handle going home and seeing my family and my friends from home. So I gave that up. And when I look back on it, sometimes I get a little sad about it because in high school, I played sports um, all four years. I've played sports my whole life. So when I look back, I'm like, oh man, I wonder what that would have been like if I played. And my roommate, Michaela, um, she played too. So it would have been a lot of fun. But I try to reflect on that and think, okay, why didn't I do it? I, in the moment, thought it was a good idea, right? Like we were saying. Was it? I'm not sure. Maybe. I ended up leaving college. I, so I, all right, I commuted sophomore year. Worst decision ever. I was not happy at all. I had to take the commuter rail to school. Um, my car would not even make it down to Bridgewater. It was not, it was not, not good times for me. And I think about, okay, so if I had stayed with that sports team, right, would I have stayed? Maybe. Did I learn something? Yeah. Did I come back to Bridgewater? Yep. I ended up coming back to Bridgewater, living with friends, enjoying life to the fullest in college, joining a sorority, making endless memories. I reconnected with my best friends ever of that will always be my best friends in life um, from college that are still so special to me and my best friends now. Um, I met so many amazing women from Alpha Sigma Tau. I got a sorority family. I have the best big and G-big and little and grand little and now great grand little. Um, I love them all so much. And I just learned so much from that 
that little decision of not make of not playing on the sports team look where it brought me so when you do when you do sit and think and self reflect you learn so much about yourself and you realize okay so mistakes maybe it wasn't a mistake but mistakes can produce greatness and happiness and love right so self reflection do it guys do it make sure you're self reflecting every day so Another thing I wanted to read and dissect with you guys was an awesome mindfulness exercise that I found online, and I will actually link this mindful activity for you guys, and then I will um, also give you guys the resource that I found it from, but I found it online, and I wanted to read it with you guys, and then we can talk about it after. So let me just pull it up. All right. This guided meditation is a variance on the classic loving kindness practice, but tailored specifically to cultivate self-compassion. So first, make sure you are in a comfortable position. Sitting either on a meditation cushion or on a chair, something very comfortable where you can sit upright yet relaxed. Settle into your posture. Notice how your body feels. The sensation of your feet touching the floor, your bottom touching the cushion, the weight of the arms in your head. Be in your body right here, right now. Fully inhabiting your lived experience. Allow your attention to move outward to sounds. What sounds do you hear right now? Are there noises outside your window? A fan blowing? Leaves rustling? Dog barking? What sounds do you hear? Try not to. Try not to reach out to the sounds, but just let the sounds arrive. The sound waves entering your mind and body. Now come back to your breathing and focus on it. The sense of inhaling and exhaling. Whether you feel the breath most strongly at your nostrils, or perhaps that your chest rises and falls, take a few minutes just to rest with our breath. Simple and easy. Notice the peacefulness of being quiet, of resting, as you just gently breathe. Now I'd like you to bring to mind some aspect of your personality or perhaps some mistake you made, a failure, that has been bothering you lately. Something that perhaps you've been criticizing yourself for or that has made you feel inadequate in some way. Whatever this trait or action is, try to get in touch with your feelings about it.
What does it make you feel? Sad? Frightened? Isolated? Inadequate? How have you felt when you've thought about this inadequacy? See if you can locate the sensations of the emotions in your body. Perhaps it's a tightness in your throat, a heaviness in your heart, tensions in the shoulders. What emotions do you feel when you think about this mistake or inadequacy? And where are those emotions felt in the body? Allow them to be there instead of resisting feeling. These natural feelings that arise when we judge ourselves. Just notice them. What am I feeling? What are the emotions in my body? Get in touch with how much suffering is caused by our self-judgment, our fears of not being good enough. Some of our greatest suffering is caused at our own hands by the belief that somehow we should be perfect. Take your hand or both hands if you prefer and place it gently over your heart in a calm, soft, comforting manner. You might even want to rub a little soothing, reassuring circle. See if you can sense your heart right now. See if you can let your heart be moved by how difficult your emotional experience is when you think about this thing that makes you feel bad about yourself. What we'll do now is repeat some phrases, loving-kindness phrases, designed to help you feel compassion for the fact that you are an imperfect being. You try your best, but no one, no one on this planet is perfect. We're all inadequate in some way. We all make mistakes. We all fail. This is the human experience. It's okay. So repeat the phrases silently. I'll say a few sets of phrases aloud, and then you can repeat them in your head silently. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am, feeling the warmth of your hand on your heart. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. When you repeat these phrases silently, really try to get in touch with the intention behind the words. The intention to offer yourself kindness, compassion, acceptance. As your mind starts to wander, which it will inevitably do, just refresh. The phrases in your mind, refresh them. May I be safe? May I be peaceful? May I be kind to myself? May I accept myself as I am? Giving yourself the same kindness and support and acceptance you would give to a good friend who is feeling bad about themselves. May I be safe? May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. 
remembering that everyone is in the same boat. Everyone feels inadequate in some way. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone fails. This is the human condition. This is normal. This is something we all share. It's okay. May I be safe? May I be peaceful? May I be kind to myself? May I accept myself as I am? And remembering all your fellow humans who struggle with self-judgment the way you do. Let's change the phrases slightly so that we include everyone in our intention for self-compassion. May we all feel safe. May we all be peaceful. May we be kind to ourselves. May we accept ourselves as we are. Gently repeat the phrases silently. May we be safe. May we be peaceful. May we be kind to ourselves. May we accept ourselves as we are. Now I'd like you to think of something that's been causing you suffering that you don't necessarily blame yourself for. Maybe you have a loved one who is sick or something's going wrong in your life just due to external circumstances. Something that's very hard to bear, hard to deal with. And also give yourself compassion for this source of suffering. Your suffering comes from two main sources, from ourselves not being as we want or from our lives not being as we want. So, thinking of this aspect of your life that's causing you pain, repeat the following phrases. May I be safe? May I be peaceful? May I be kind to myself? May I accept my life as it is? This is the way things are. May I be safe? May I be peaceful? May I be kind to myself? May I accept my life as it is. Repeating the phrases silently to yourself, soothing and comforting yourself with the difficulties of living the human life. Really feel your caring concern, tenderness for yourself, struggling like so many others. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept my life as it is. Again, put your hand on your heart, or if it's been there the whole time, really feel your hand on your heart. And while we've been focusing on comforting ourselves for painful feelings, for suffering, now see if you can feel what the compassionate self feels like. Maybe your heart is tingling or feels warm, feels vibrant in some way. Notice the good qualities of an open heart that's filled with compassion, the beautiful feelings of tenderness, care, concern, kindness. Noticing the joy of compassion, of connectedness, of open-heartedness. This is also part of the human experience. Thank yourself for being a good friend. Supportive friend. May we all be well and safe, happy and free. All right. So that was that was an awesome mindfulness exercise, I think. Um, I really liked it. I think it was a little bit long, and I hope that you guys all enjoyed it and practiced it. And you guys can always fast forward through uh, my podcast and do them again. Um, 
just press play on where they begin and listen to them whenever you want to. I highly suggest it. Sometimes I do it with my own podcasts. And it's really hard to be mindful and to meditate, but I think it's easier to meditate when you are listening to someone putting the thoughts and words into your head. But what I really liked about this one is how much it's connecting to this episode of just wellness in general. Um, Alpha Sigma Tau's Wellness Weeks. I'm so happy that you guys asked me to do this and that I could connect my words and love to something that means so much to me and means so much to our sorority. Um, So a lot of what this exercise is doing is we're practicing self-reflection. We're understanding how we feel. We're understanding how we've felt about situations that we haven't succeeded in ways that we were expecting to or haven't felt so good about situations that we were hoping we would feel better, better about and how to let those things go. Slow our breathing. Be intentional with our breathing and our thoughts and our mind and relax, right? Stay peaceful. Be kind to yourself. Be safe. Accept yourself for who you are. Accept others for who they are. It's all part of being mindful. And being mindful isn't an easy thing to do. And I think I've mentioned this before, but every day you're working at it. And every day you're going to continue to work at it. It's not something that you just get one day. Okay, I'm mindful. I don't need to practice anymore. It's something that we constantly have to be aware of and self-reflect on and see where we've gone wrong and how we can improve and get better at it because it's a practice, right? And I don't know if any of you have ever gone to yoga or have ever listened to any uh, meditations or mindfulness readings or anything like that, but they all say, these professionals, they say, it's a practice. I practice. I have to continue to practice every day, right? It's not just something that you get and it's with you forever and that's it. It's not like riding a bike. You don't just jump on it, learn how to do it, and you can do it forever. It's something that you have to continue to work on every day, right? So if we practice something small every day, like I mentioned, maybe writing something down in a journal, write it down in your notes, Write it down on a sticky note. Set intentions for yourself. Set mindful activities aside for yourself that you can do later on and follow through with them. And if you don't, reflect on that. What could I have done better? When I was in both undergrad and grad school, a big thing for me was stress, feeling stressed about deadlines, feeling stressed about having enough time. Um, feeling like I wasn't doing all the things I wanted to be doing in my life because I was trying to balance school and work and seeing my family and seeing friends and hanging out with my boyfriend and, you know, all these different obstacles, life, life things that get in the way, right? And I think that we get in our own heads sometimes. We shoot ourselves down before we even try. We aren't kind to ourselves, we aren't peaceful, and we don't accept ourselves for who we am or who we want to be, right? So being mindful of this, keeping ourselves well, keeping our minds, our souls, our bodies well, right, will lead to a happier, better, self-fulfilling, 
life. And it is hard to put stress aside and reach deadlines in school or reach deadlines at work or be reaching deadlines at work while also realizing that, hey, I got to get home because I have kids at home or I have a husband and kids at home or whatever it may be, whatever your situations are. These can be really stressful. But if we're practicing every day things to help ourselves, make ourselves better people, find our inner peace and strength, these things are going to be a lot easier and life is going to seem a lot better, be a lot better, and present a lot better to us. What we what we are and who we are, what we give and what we give is what we get, right? So it can be small, doesn't need to be big. I've mentioned this before. It can be as simple as I went for a walk today and I set two goals for myself to complete in a year. Awesome. Now, when you think tomorrow about these goals, What is one thing, one small little thing you can do to help yourself reach or get to that goal? Staying connected with yourself, staying connected with your mind and your thoughts, staying connected to how you feel, reflecting on your feelings, your intentions, and how those are going to help you reach your goals, you'll get there. You need to believe in yourself. You need to follow through. And you need to make sure that you're making, keeping yourself happy while you're doing all of these things. Because if something isn't making you happy or a goal that you wanted to reach is no longer a goal for you because you don't think that it's going to make you happy, then don't do it. There's going to be plenty of other goals for you to kill, plenty, plenty of other situations that you can try your best and succeed at. And if it's something that isn't making you happy, it's robbing that happiness from you, then don't do it. So guys, this was a cool episode to do because when I first was asked to do it from Callie, I was thinking, how can I add it into a regular episode that can be geared towards anyone and everyone and isn't just geared towards college? And I wanted it to be a little bit geared towards college, of course, because I am dedicating this episode to AST, but it's so true that all of these things it doesn't matter if you're in college, if you're not in college, if you live at home with your parents, if you live in an apartment, if you live with a significant other, if you are married with children. It, all of these things are things that we should be aware of and practice every day and think of every day and do for ourselves every day, right? So it's kind of cool how we all connect. Everybody on this in this world connects in some way. And if we're all aware of that, I think the world would be a much happier place. So guys, I am super happy that I got to share that reading with you. Let me see if I can find the resource right now where I got it because that was super awesome. Okay, so I got it on mindfulnessexercises.com actually. Um, And they have all different things. They have self-compassion, mindfulness for better sleep, which is a really good one. They have stuff about gratitude, wishing ourselves and others well a body scan. So they have some really some really cool stuff. Um so I highly recommend people checking out that that website. Some really good um readings and information there. So 
yeah, um, if that's something you're into, definitely go ahead and check that out. I will be linking it in the bio description for this podcast so that you guys can easily get to it and access that. So with all of that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for Sunday's episode and thank you guys so much for coming. See you soon.